Wandering through the great plains of life Things move fast, sometimes a blur Don't you let this bumpy road Separate you from the herd And when you think the day is done The sun is getting low We're all looking for something rare The great white buffalo The great white buffalo Podcast with Corgis. Ben Mayfield. The, cor- uh, the how corgis. Many corgis does she she had a lot of corgis. I did not know. Someone put in their leadership text, like, the queen died, and I thought it was going to be a terrible joke or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, seriously, the queen died. And I went, the queen died? We, I had no idea the queen died. I was sitting in my office, and shout out to <gasps> Hannah Woodall. She was like, oh, my God, the queen's dead. And I was like, the queen? Like, like what? And she's like, the queen. Uh, Emma had text like their family group chat mm-hmm. and so then we were all like talking about the queen and then a couple of people came by the, the office like our office and i was like hey did y'all hear the queen died and they're like yeah we heard and then i got kind of bummed because i was like, I want to be the first person to tell somebody mm-hmm. so i went <laughs> to everybody's office at the church it was like hey did you hear they're like what like, the queen died they're like yeah i heard it's like ah, okay never mind went to the next office hey did you hear the queen died? They're like, what? I was like, I know. What? I mean, it's and crazy. I, she was 96? Mm-hmm. 96. She was 70 years as the longest serving monarch <clears throat> in England. And so that's like, what's that, 26 years old when you become the queen of England? How old are you right now, Sid? I'm 19. I'm 19. 20 in two months. 20 in two months. 20 so two months. we'll just say you're 20. Because okay. depending on when they listen to this episode, you could right? be 26. I could yeah. be. You, you <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're a big time And you could be right. the queen of England. I could. If you were the queen today, you got a phone call. God save the queen. We love her. Right. You're kind of British. And this is a true story. Your inner voice in your head is British. It's literally British. Literally yeah. British. Oh my gosh, you sound like the queen. Literally, I know. I've been told quite many times. I feel like I should bow. Should we do this <laughs> entire episode in British <laughs> accents? I think so. What am I, your mother? What am I? Your um, mother. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I, can't do it. <laughs> I will. Oh, we, we will literally lose all our subscribers if we do this entire episode in British accents. Or. Or we get London. Double. Liverpool. Yeah. I can't name another city. Uh. In England, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only two I got. Uh, Liverpool, Abbey uh, Road, <laughs> the White Album, <laughs> the Beatles. They all subscribe to our podcast yeah. because we're doing British accents. Have you all watched the uh, the new show Welcome to uh, Rexon? No. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, it is so. What was it called? Welcome to Rexon. Hey, how about this? Welcome to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is incredible. We were already kind of got into it. I got to my left. You know her from the last episode. And this is, we did not do back-to-back episodes. This is a different week. So Sydney came back to the studio. I did. Which we have not named the studio. We need to name it. I want to give you that assignment. You have to name okay. the studio. But we got Sydney Smith. How are you, Sydney? I'm so good. Thank you for having me back. I'm so glad you're here. And then in front of me is Nathan Dickens. Y'all know him. You love him. What's up, Nate? What's up? I'm sorry. Welcome to Rex. Was that what you're saying? There you go. Welcome to Rex. Have you ever uh, Rexon? Rexon. I don't know what. So that it's Rhino, Ryan Reynolds and Rob. Uh, I always mess up his name. Rob McKinley. McKinley. Oh, the guy from uh, It's Always, always Sunny. Sunny. Yeah. yeah. They uh, bought. They bought a soccer club. This is a, it's a documentary that's still coming out. They just released two episodes. I think last or like today mm-hmm. at three thirty a.m. or whatever three a.m. or something, but. They bought a soccer club in Rexon, uh, Wales, like Dude. randomly. Yeah, well, because they're friends, and I bet they like, hey, do you want to buy a soccer team? Well, or they a football team. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's a really well made, but it, 
It's a really well-made documentary that I'm watching so far. It pulls at the heartstrings because it talks about how big football is. Apparently, Rexon is one of the oldest stadiums hmm. in the world uh, for soccer and for over-the-seas football fans. One of the but, things that I love about the soccer and the football club mm-hmm. is I don't know the exact number, but there's like let's say there's 12 teams in a league. Whoever the losing like three teams are, they get kicked out. Mm-hmm. And then in the minor leagues, who are the top three teams are, get in. Yeah, they to the ex- major leagues. They explain it, but it's not like three. It's like one. Well, like one. Well, like a- sir, there's there's a couple of them that will drop, and there's different leagues. But then if you win your league, you can go. You can level up. But I think it's only yeah. one at a time. And they've been. I don't know if they were ever the Premier cusp. League, but they were. They were a lot higher than what they were. And then it tells you a little bit of the history and all this, but they they came together and they just bought this this thing, and it's their journey of them buying this club and trying to resurrect it, and it is honestly fascinating and phenomenal and really really good. But could you imagine like is the NFL like the Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, you're the last team, so uh, you get to go play. You got to go like, XL, yeah, XFL, yeah, XFL or something. <laughs> like, yeah, bye bye. The XFL is like, yeah, we made it. <laughs> yeah. like, like we're in. That, I mean, that's just a crazy concept. Yeah, it is. It's really crazy. And, I, and I've also seen just like, we talk about fandom here, mm-hmm. like, you know, with football or baseball, or basketball. And I think with America, it gets so divided with all the different yeah. sports. Not divided as in like contentious, but there's just so many different sports that you could like. Soccer or, or football in England and in Spain and some of the European countries they don't have a American football. They don't have basketball or not as big. They don't have baseball. So that's why I think there's so many fans of soccer and it's so huge there because well, it's like it, and no it's around the sport. world. It's huge. I mean, you yeah. go mm-hmm. anywhere. It's the biggest else, sport it's in the huge. world. Well, and, and you think about it too. I mean, you travel places. We used to take like I did this in Africa and South America. You just take uh, plastic bags and you keep putting them together. Put rubber bands around them until you make a ball. And then you just go in a field and you play what? soccer. Yeah. And you can you can build a soccer ball like that. And so you can put all you really need for soccer is or football, all you need is a ball. And I mean, yes, yeah. you could it's nice to have lines and it's nice to have like a legit field with goals and all that, mm-hmm. but you can make goals out of the oh, those two bushes or something, or let's put shoes out or whatever. But they'll mm-hmm. even if they don't have a ball, they'll just take plastic bags and get rubber bands and or tape and just keep building it up and then play with that. And they'll but people play Everywhere, yeah. That was uh, when my dad was in Iraq. Uh, shout out to my war hero father, Bobby Mayfield, first sergeant. What's up? Is he uh, they would send him soccer balls, like that was one of the things they would always ask for because the kids in Iraq, like they would yeah. just give them soccer balls and they would just play in the street, and it was awesome. Yeah, they'll play with it because they'll, they'll do it everywhere. The only thing that kind of stinks is when you bring a soccer ball and then it pops immediately, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh no, like, but yeah, you can bring them <laughs> everywhere. I mean, they play. Literally everywhere around the world. Sid, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're a big soccer player, but what's your favorite British movie slash TV show? Like, do you watch anything that's like British? Like, um, I know Downton Abbey is really popular, but I've never seen that. I don't think I do. I don't. I don't. I can't think of anything. Because I was thinking, have you ever seen the Sherlock Holmes with Benedict Cumberbatch? The Didn't BBC. You've never seen that. Okay, the movie or show? It's like a show. So the BBC, uh, shout out to all those people who watch some Netflix. Shout out. I do a lot of shout outs. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, shout out to Benedict Cumberbatch. He's a huge fan. We huge have the same fan. name. 
Uh, he's coming he, on next week, right? That's what I heard. He is. He is. He's yeah. right. Uh, hey. Hey. Are you, are you British? I was going to say you do oh. a British accent. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was Australian. Hello. That was like an Australian redneck. It made me nervous. <laughs> I was like, spot. is it a guy? I was trying to get like a guy voice. It's yeah. the guy that does Dr. Strange. Okay, so I was trying to get a guy voice going and it would just happen to be Australian. My bad. <laughs> was it Australian? That's what I'm saying. I think it was more it, like, you know, white county. <laughs> it was Australian. I heard it. Oh, okay. It was okay. good. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he has a Sherlock Holmes show, and it's fantastic. And the what they do at BBC, it's like there's three episodes a season, but the episodes are an hour and a half long. Ooh, each. Uh, and it's on Netflix. It's on, dude. It is so good. I've rewatched it three times. How many there, seasons? There's three seasons, so three episodes a piece with nine episodes. Um, and oh, there may be a fourth that. one that has like a that's like a two hour episode, like a special thing. I have to watch that. And his brother's in it, Mycroft, and it's really good. Uh, like his real. Brother, or this is the character, oh, okay, 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 and he's really cool. And then, um, is it Borardi? Borardi, Mordadi, I can't say that word. He's the bad guy, like his okay. nemesis, dude, so sick. And he, like, he, and it plays mind games with you. It's, it's probably the, my favorite interpretation of Sherlock Holmes. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is really good mm-hmm. when that moves movies, but Bennett Cumberbatch destroys them. Mm, I'm gonna have to watch that. But you, any British TV shows you don't watch? Any, uh, Bridgerton. Oh, was, I do watch Bridgerton. Did yeah, you watch that? I did. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't think of it when you asked There's me. What, what is that? I don't know what that is. It's just like a like an old-timey show where they... they like a I don't love know story it's yeah, type thing? Yeah, and it's uh, set in... It's a period pit? Yeah. 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 It's like um, ball gowns and just like... Yeah. It's good because I heard like... That was big. I think it came out a couple years mm-hmm. ago. And I remember there were a bunch of... Like moms in the church and their high school students were watching, or so I don't know. And so I was like, "Well, I'll put this on." Mm-hmm. And I have a rule that I give a uh, show three episodes. Yeah, that's and fair. if, that's fair if after the third episode, I'm just not feeling it, then okay, whatever. And uh, I I was a sucker for it. I love love stories yeah. anyway. So I got into the, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, where's this going?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's two seasons. I can't remember if I've seen the second season or not. Yeah, I just watched the second one. Okay, is it good? Mm-hmm. Is it worth watching? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Because the one that I don't know if you've seen Peaky Blinders. Oh, have you seen Peaky, Peaky Blinders? Blinders? Dude. The Peaky Blinders. I got to catch up. You're coming up season six, bro. But I, I got to catch up because I'm only on season. I know I'm behind like season three or something. And but I know, I know. But I love. You can see my Peaky face Blinders. Now, folks. The Peaky Blinders. The Peaky. So good. Blinders. <laughs> They're so good. My name's Arthur Shelby. It's my brother Thomas Shelby and my other brother John. That's really that good. wasn't that bad, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember. I'm talking about the Peaky Blinders. It's a period piece too, but they're like these mm-hmm. gangsters who were in War One, and then they come back from War One and they like struggle with money, so they start like a little street gang. It's based off a true story, but then they yeah. exaggerate it, you know, times a million. And it's the Peaky Blinders mm-hmm. gang. And Thomas Shelby is the head of it. He's the middle brother. But the guy who does Arthur Shelby is the oldest brother, but he's kind of more the muscle, not the brains of the operation. And he just like, name's Arthur Shelby. And, and like, they, he, do, he they wear like, like the British hats, like the little, oh, ma- yeah, but yeah. they put little razors yeah, in front so, so they can take, take them off and hit slash which is Which is supposedly pretty true. true that's true. What, yeah. they, what they used to do, but that's, it is. They, they, they blind, they, they're called peakies, I think is the name of the hat. And okay, the, and then that the, makes sense. Uh, and then the blinders, because they have blades in it and they can blinders. slice you with it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. 
And, and it, I can't remember all oh, people who are listening right now are probably like, I know the name of the town. I can't think of the name of the town because it's just, I was put me on the spot. But the town, the way that, uh, not Wales, that's stupid. I don't know why I said Wales. It's, oh, why can't I, oh, it's going to bother me. I can't think of the dang town. But, anyways, that's how they talk, which is crazy. If you ever go to Jimmy Fallon and Google like Jimmy Fallon British accents, mm-hmm. he does like the four different Beatles and he does the four different like areas that they're in. Like, because each, area of, of England has like a different kind of like like you know like Michael Caine um, mm-hmm. you know Master Wayne he talks a little slower yeah. um, versus like kind of the the suffix it's not like, Westchester is it West is it Birmingham <sighs> Birmingham is it Birmingham do you just google yeah. it oh, you, oh my god yeah it's Birmingham yeah. oh there it is I knew it bothered you it would yeah. it would yeah. thank you so <laughs> it's pretty good so it's British Invasion the Queen Birmingham Alabama yeah. Wow. Okay. Pinky Bonner's on location too. Wow. I did At not Space know that. Camp in Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that, do I know you? Yeah. <laughs> if you were the queen today, Sid, this is right. back to the hypothetical situation. Yeah. You're the queen. They okay. call you up. And they're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Turns out Prince Charles is not the next in line. No. It's actually you. Oh. Okay. And she deeded you the queen of England. Okay. What's the first thing you do? First three things. Well, first thing is I would change the UNG mascot height requirement from 5'10 to any height because I really want to be Discrimination. Yeah. Well, for those who don't know, <laughs> there's a Okay, of all the things you, you can know, do. Really, really, I'm really upset. It's, it's not the height requirement. They listened last week and they were like, they did. We, we can't, we can't have, have her. her. You know, it's not anonymous anymore. So, so Nigel the Nighthawk at North Georgia, Sydney wanted to be the mascot and try so out bad. for it. And the coach, the the coach yeah. texts her back and was like, we have a height requirement. It's 5'10", and I'm 5'3". 5'9"? 5'3", 5'3". My mom texted me. I texted my parents about it because um, I met up with them lunch for lunch last week, and I was telling them, they're like, we're just so proud of you for like putting yourself out there. And so I texted them today the, to share the bad news. And my mom sent me a little gif or gif. I don't however yeah. they say it, sent me one of like a, a meme and it said like this close, like a little tiny <laughs> thing. And I was like, mom, you know, I was not that close. Don't lie. <laughs> you did this to me. Yeah. I was like, like whatever. It's your genetics. Yeah. Which is funny. If you see her, like her other brothers, they're like freakishly tall. My whole family is huge. I have to climb on the counters to get bowls. Like my yeah. brother is six, five, like they're, Damn, they're big. big. My mom, my mom Great is six mascots. foot. So the next tallest in my family is my mom. She's six foot. So, How tall is your dad? Like 6'2". And that's what they and say where did she's you adopted. I don't know. My other brother's like 6'2". What, what are your grandparents like? Super My tall? granddad is like, or was like 6'5". He played basketball in the military. And then my grandma is pretty short, so I'm probably from her. Yeah, but, you get the grandmother genes. Yeah. She's also, when she was a kid, they they all stood on top of her shoulders. If and this is true. Her. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah, that's, absolutely that's what happened. There's science there. There's probably. science. That's science. Yeah. It's also to her brother, uh, Alex, the oldest one, mm-hmm. also looks like he could be Hispanic. Or, I think he looks a little more Indian. Or Indian. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, very that's dark. Which yeah. is which does not fit the rest of the fam. No, hmm. yeah. Me and my other brother look really similar. A lot of people yeah, think that we're twins. Yeah, yeah. But All right, so else. you said you would change yeah. the high requirement? Of, yeah, yeah, so the Queen yeah. of England. Second, second deed. Um I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> so you're the queen of England and you immediately just changed your one thing of Nighthawk requirement. You got I, everything else is fine. <laughs> everything else is great. The world is great. <laughs> um I don't know. That's a that's a lot of 
pressure. <laughs> Nathan, that is a lot of pressure. Nathan, what about you? What would you do? I'd open up uh, Chick-fil-A. Oh. In England? Is there a Chick-fil-A in England? Ooh. I thought you I know, heard a rumor, and I don't know if that's true. England, you know, Chick-fil-A started in um, Canada. Canada, actually. yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. And uh, it's a couple of local guys. No, but did I, I heard that they opened up a Chick-fil-A in, in, like in London. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe uh, they tested it. I thought I saw something on the news. Do you, do you remember Chick-fil-A Jonathan? Mm-hmm. You know, he works for corporate, yeah. and he was telling me they're trying to open up Chick-fil-A's like, like strategically all over the world. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they have they, an international they division. I don't know. Let's ask Sarah Kate. Shout out to Sarah yeah, Kate. Yeah, she'll know. Yeah, Sarah Kate too. Yeah, shout out to Sarah Kate. She's, um, she's boots on the ground, dude. She's about to take over Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I want, honestly, and I don't know if she'll listen to this. I doubt she will. But <laughs> I want a rich friend. A rich friend that I can abuse their richness. You know, because we have probably had some wealthy friends but if she owns a chick-fil-a mm-hmm. and owns maybe a couple of chick-fil-a's and she's doing her franchise you're, saying you're thing, going to abuse her no 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 no, 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 no not her where is this going no no i want her to give me like a card where if i go to any of her stores mm-hmm. i get, get a free, free i get free meal like i don't want to pay for a single chick-fil-a lunch i go oh here's the sarah kate card and then boom get a free lunch i just spent like, ten dollars today and then sarah kate's gonna like Text me at the end of the year. You owe me twelve thousand dollars for the Chick Fil A. I was like, Oh, you kept track of that? That was kind of like a an IOU. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're opening up a Chick Fil A. Well, I think there is already one. What what all power does she really have? I mean, obviously she's got a lot of power and influence, but like, what she's is, got a what lot of have? houses. Well, yeah, she's got a lot, a lot of houses. houses. But so what I'm doing is getting one of those dang palaces, like one of the really big ones, Buckingham yeah. Palace, something like mm-hmm. that. Get all my close friends, and we're going to play an epic game of hide-and-go-seek. Oh. The winner gets the palace. Mm, <laughs> the winner okay. becomes the next queen. Becomes the next <laughs> queen. And we just keep playing, so we, we can all get turns. Right. The history book's going to be like, there was the game of hide-and-go-seek of the year of Have you ever been to Buckingham Palace? I've never been to England, my friend. Oh, okay. I've never been to Europe. <laughs> I've never been outside the country. Oh, same. Uh, you went to, well. I went to Puerto Rico. Oh. Semi counts. Okay. So you're lying. That's in my well, I mean it's a US territory. Does that count as going out of the I'll country? Take it. I want you know what I went on a cruise in seventh grade to the Bahamas. There, there we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. I'll take it. Uh, have you ever been out of the country? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you? <laughs> no. Well, you haven't? Yeah, like for real, for real, not like Puerto Rico. Okay, can I tell you this? One time, I don't know if any of y'all ever had a, fr- a friend group. This is we had a text group called Wallace Dreams, which was Da-da. around uh, the song uh, you may have been in that. Uh, no, that was that was pretty that was pretty Nate being hanging out with us. Uh, but we had a, it was based off Taylor Swift's song right. called Wildest Dreams. And if you're listening, I want to know if you have a friend that's like this. We have a group text. Maybe there's like 12 people, 15 people in it. I can't remember the exact number. And it's all the college buddies, like girls and guys. And we're like, let's all go on a cruise. Now in college, cruises. Or like, I don't know, you could probably get like a $200, $250 cruise. That is manageable for a college yeah. kid. Because you can go, it's four days, it's food, whatever. There may be a little bit of hidden costs, you know, like, you know, have to travel, how do you get there, things like that. But we're all into it. And then there's this one person in the group who was like, I don't want to do a cruise. We all kind of said yes. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to do a cruise. I'd rather just go to the beach. And we were all like, well, we don't want to do a beach. We want to do a cruise because there's things to do. There's food there. Right. And then you get into like a house and you have to like divide costs. Who's mm. paying for what meal? Well, you only ate a Pop-Tart. 
and then, then you ate tons of food, but then we had to split evenly. Like there's all this like different costs. Cruises, you pay the price, everything's paid for, you just do what you want. And because of that, we never did it. We never went on the cruise. It was just kind of like, all right, whatever. It was, it was a beautiful idea, and it ha- didn't happen. And my advice, whenever we're done with this episode, when we do the words of wisdom, the nuggets of wisdom, is don't be that friend. Go on the cruise. Facts. Have you ever have you ever had a situation like that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would just be the friend that just goes, and whoever wants to come can come. And if she didn't want to go, then she didn't want to go. That's true. Cause, I mean, cause guarantee se- she would have ended up going because she would have had FOMO. Yeah. That's so true. you could have just gone, and then she would have been like, "Oh, never mind. I do want to go." It did kind of derail the whole thing. We probably should just mm. went. Also, a couple, one of the couples broke up too, so that was oh. kind of a thing too. <laughs> well, my second senior Shout year, we did a uh, our spring break trip was to um, St. Augustine, and we got a big house on the the beach. That was a lot of fun. That is mm-hmm. kind of fun. I'm not anti big houses and hang. It was yeah. just kind of like we just all wanted to go do. Well, for the I've never been on a cruise. Have you all been on a cruise? Mm-hmm. I went on once when I was in middle school. It was awesome. I've been on a boat. Been on a boat though, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a really big boat. <laughs> nice. Like I, I, for the longest time, cruises always. It, it's not that they didn't seem fun, but th- this is where my mind went. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit on a boat, and then you know, just hang out on a boat and not go anywhere. Just like be on this boat. And then I realized whenever I go to the beach, all I do is sit on the beach and not go anywhere. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, then I could do that on a cruise. And if there's like entertainment, so there's, I'm not, I'm not yeah. anti them. I've never been on one. And I think I'm playing a cruise. I think it would, it'd be a fun time. If I mean, you want it on the cruise, send me a DM on the great white Buffalo podcast. We're doing it. See, but here's the thing. I feel like I'd want to go not on like a Uber expensive cruise, no, 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 but no. I don't want to carnival. But premium. I don't want to go on one super cheap either. Like if you're gonna do it, uh, you need don't, to commit. Like a something that has shows on it or something that has mm-hmm. all that, which I feel like a lot of them do. Yeah, but I just feel like that would be kind of cool. I mean, everything's right yeah. there, and you can go around. And I think it'd be cool to do like a cruise where you go to somewhere mm-hmm. and then port for like a night or two, or I don't know mm-hmm. how that works. But I guess the only thing about that I've heard. Uh, like when you get there, you got to pay like, I don't know if it's like a tax or something, or you got to do something to get in or so. I don't really know how it works, nah, but well, yeah. it seems like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So when we did it, we did a, a Bahamas cruise and I wish I can go as an adult because there are shows like, 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 and they're legit shows like musical theater, yeah, kind of like dinner shows. There's like each night you have like an evening dinner and it's like super fancy. People dress up to, if you want to dress up, you don't have to dress yeah. up. Uh, but then there's like slot machines. There's there's pools, oh, there's whatever. There's gambling. Wow. Uh, if you want to, I mean, you yeah, don't have yeah, to. Yeah. Food's twenty four seven. Like, and they had this really cool pizza place. Oh my god! And the calzones. They did calzones. Nathan. What cru- what cruises you go on? God, we did Carnival. Okay. Which I don't know where that is on the like niceness to. I, mean, I think Disney Cruise is the well, most. Well, didn't Carnival have the one where everyone got stuck on it or something a couple years ago? You talking about during COVID? Like when the COVID one shut it down? Was it COVID or? I, maybe it was COVID. Yeah, I don't know. People COVID, were like stuck on yeah, the Yeah, it was a COVID outbreak. Like and they didn't know what to something. do about it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, but anyways, so that one was a lot of fun. And what we did was they ported two nights. One night at like Nassau and one at as it Freeport, Bahamas or something like that. Okay. Or f- something like that. And so when you go there, there's things you can do. Like there's like you can sign up and that costs extra. So like, if you want to go snorkeling, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, jet skiing or, or something. Skiing. I don't know. That stuff kind of, or you can just get off and just go shopping, and there's like a beach, you can just hang out at the beach. And so I think 
I can't remember what we did in middle school, but I think we just went to the beach. But like we would do like if the three of us went, but Sid's not super into snorkeling. Well, she can just do the beach, and you and I could go snorkeling or vice versa, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of I don't know. It's just so relaxing, and I wanted to do something like that. Yeah, that does. So we're fun. starting a cruise. Sid's down. Wait, I don't think you can go yet. Why not? Yeah, why, why can't you? Go? I think you have to be twenty one or older. Do you? Definitely not. Or you have to be with someone who's older than twenty five. Maybe. I don't we'll, think so. We'll look into it. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Do you have a passport? No, but I can get Do you one. have a passport for a cruise? I don't know. I think so. You think so? I think so. Because did I have one in seventh grade when I went? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's just say yes. Yeah. Do you have one now? Yeah, I have one now. Yeah. Because okay. I was going to go to Mexico. That's right. On a mission trip with you, yeah. Nathan. I remember that. Turd. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't the one that canceled <laughs> it. Yes, you did. You caused <laughs> COVID. <laughs> I caused COVID. You ate a bat. And that's where we're oh going. Man, I'm telling you, the week before COVID happened, uh, I had a buddy, him and his uh, fiance. Thing is, COVID ruined. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Him and his fiance had gotten engaged. They both decided to quit their jobs, and for a year, uh, they were just going to go travel the world. So they went to like Canada. They went to Italy. They went. They went to all these different places for a month and just kind of lived and did whatever. And then they went to Thailand. And COVID started like being an outbreak and all this stuff. So they had to cut their trip like, I don't know, two, three months short. And uh, we were doing his bachelor party in Austin, Texas. And he texted us and was like, hey, I'm coming back from Thailand. They didn't make us quarantine. Um, we're still planning the bachelor party, but I understand if anybody doesn't feel comfortable or whatnot. And we were like, no, nah, bro, we're, we're coming to Austin. So we go to Austin and it was literally a couple days after we got back that everything shut down. Schools shut down. Like, everything ended. And we were like, oh, my gosh, we almost got stuck in Austin or had to rent a car and fly back or whatnot. It didn't deter us from having fun in Austin. We had a great time, and Austin's <laughs> really cool. But, yeah, that was a close call. We were uh, – And we're pretty sure – sorry, we're pretty sure, like, three or four people got COVID that trip. But nice. they got home, and they <laughs> – uh, one of my buddies went to the doctor and they were like, we're testing you for the flu. It's not the flu. Uh, we're testing you for all this stuff. We don't have COVID tests yet. Like COVID tests weren't a thing then. And they were like, we're not sure what this is, but it's not the flu. It's yeah. not this. And it was all the symptoms of COVID. Because the first two months or really maybe three months, it was like, because the world shut down in March and like April, May, and maybe like June, people started learning more. But it was there was a lot of unknown, and so yeah. people were just like, uh, "You may die, you may not. We don't know. Like, you, it may be packages, it may not be packages. It may be like uh, on surfaces. Like, it was just we just knew it was infectious. It could hurt people, mm-hmm. but we didn't know exactly. Like, it was like a lot of discovery, and so like we were on a ski trip in February, and we were talking about this today. Actually, Taylor was telling us uh, she was like we were talking about COVID and whether or not we should have done the ski trip. We did the ski trip. Everybody was fine, and then the world. Sh- and we were supposed to go to uh, Lake Junaleska for mm-hmm. a trip. Uh, Sydney was going to go because I convinced camp. her. I was like, "Will you go?" You're like, "Yeah, I'll go." And they they shut down the whole Lake Junaleska like that Friday. Yeah. It was when the world shut yeah. down. Friday the thirteenth, by the way, which was crazy. I kind of crazy. Yeah, but, but like any anybody that dies from COVID, terrible. So I, I want to preface that. Shout out to. Them. Uh, but I will say, for me personally, 
COVID was like kind of enjoyable. And I think it's because, you know, we don't live, or at least at the time you were living in Cummings, so more of a mm-hmm. city, but still like Dahlonega, I mean, there you, you couldn't go get, go out to eat or anything like that, but you could still get outside. There were plenty of places to go yeah. hike and kind of just slow down life. And I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand it had a really big toll on people mentally. Yeah, I would say I, physic- I was the like opposite. All that. I, I had a kind of, I don't want to say a great time, but I, it, it definitely, it was nice to slow down life in a way mm-hmm. and just be present. And there was still hardships of like, okay, how do we do ministry and how do we make this work and how do we do that and having to do everything online, which I absolutely hate in general. Um, but it was really relaxing, I felt, for, for me. But that's just a side note. Yeah, I kind of I went back and forth because I get a lot of energy from people and like I, I like to be around community. Not that I have to be 24-7. And so when we, like the month of that April... Like the church shut down. Like we weren't allowed to go to the yeah. church, and so I was in here a lot. There's no Wesley House to go hang out. There's no place like yeah. like I didn't know what to do, and so I was in here a lot. And I also felt bad because I think I I got a lot of my uh, maybe not my identity, but a lot of my validation of who I am through serving the youth kids. Mm-hmm. And I felt like here I'm struggling mentally and emotionally, just being lonely, not just bored, but like, you know, when you have like dark thoughts or you have like loneliness or you have stresses and you don't have an outlet to kind of like pour it out or, or to bounce off people or talk to people in a, in a human connection, some of those ideas start getting bigger, like kind of like an affection. They yeah. get kind of grosser and bigger and bigger. And it was happening for me. And... I then started struggling on a different level because I thought, well, if I'm struggling, my youth kids are struggling, and I love them a lot, and I have this relationship, and we were growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like we were like we were on a, a stride of like there's a lot of youth kids, we're doing all this stuff, and I just felt like, oh, I'm failing them because I'm not able to. This is how I felt. Not that they all would think yeah. that, but I, I was failing them and not being a good youth minister. I'm not able to offer things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I struggled mentally and emotionally. And this is where I think Sid and I's friendship really blossomed because she was, you know, just an incredible youth kid, knew her for years. She's awesome. But her and another uh, person became interns. That was kind of like that summer was really rough. And they started, they went, they were going back to school. They didn't, uh, is that right? The fall of 2020? Was that your senior year? Um, no, no my senior junior, year. Yeah. Right? No, I graduated senior? 2021, so we started in 2020. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So the, okay. yeah, the fall of your senior year, yeah. um, they were interning uh, with the youth, mm-hmm. and we were still very like, we could shut down tomorrow. Like, yeah. we can't do this, or we had to wear masks, or um, the numbers were daily checks on numbers. Mm-hmm. and A lot of outside uh, activities. A lot of outside, outside, outside activities. We had to do like big circles, mm-hmm. and um, and then we had a lot of people like, I saw you kill without with a mask on for four seconds and you're trying to kill children like within the own church. I'm like, I'm not trying to do any of that. Like, put your mask back on because I get yelled at if you don't have your mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sydney and the other intern was just, they were just, y'all were awesome and y'all mm-hmm. were so supportive and, and we got through it. But and then I think I got stronger because of it. I think yeah. it was a, it was a trial for sure. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Because that was, it's the shutdown ended. 
or started the end of your junior year, yeah, right? Did, yeah, and yeah. then the beginning junior. of your yeah. senior year. So my, I remember thinking like junior year, and junior year is like always the one that everybody talks about. It's always the rough year. It's like that's it's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Like you need to get all your grades in line that year. Um, and so classes, honestly, I mean, we shut down pretty early, so we still had a lot of the year left, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything went online and. I didn't really, I mean, online classes, I'm kind of the person that needs to be like, I need to see stuff oh, yeah. being, I'm a Same visual here. learner. Um, so I'm, I'm sure for some, some people that was great, but learning wise, it was a little bit of a struggle, but it was also, I knew that was a struggle. So I, you know, worked on it. Um, a lot of the work was pretty easy because I think teachers also knew that it was a struggle. So they kind of dialed down on mm-hmm. the level. Teachers also stuff. struggled too, put all their stuff oh, on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, we talked about last time I was on here, my food class, which I loved, obviously couldn't cook anything. So we would have to like, she was still sweet. We, we would like cook foods at home and stuff and then like send in like little pictures and stuff. So like, it's still kind of fun, but, um, it was, I, I just missed the environment. Of it has like the Google picture. Like did you just Google <laughs> sugar cookies or did you actually make those? Like, uh. we had to show like our ingredients, like the process. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but during, during more of like when it got, more drawn out I got a lot more in touch with like my hobbies I feel like that's where I learned a lot more about like things that I like to do in my free time so I painted a lot and I did a lot of my crocheting and like just little things like that I hung out with my family a lot um but I'm still like you are like I'm a very social person and I need I need that social battery so um that was a struggle for me but as as a youth kid being on the other side of your situation I feel like at least for me we all kind of understood like that's just how the world was, you know, it wasn't, I don't think anybody ever thought that you, you know, it was, you weren't putting in the effort right. and everything. Cause it, I mean, it's how it was. And then you even did your back porch ministries and stuff. Like we That's did true. a lot we, of, we, we live stream every day at one o'clock. Yeah. We call it back porch ministries. Yeah. Dude. I know, That's awesome. I Great recall. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I heard a lot of students who were like, Ben is terrible and not doing anything and just like, uh, and we were so wondering that's, why middle schoolers and high schoolers were texting you too. So we were that later <laughs> no, 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 they weren't texting me. They were putting uh, on their Twitters and TikToks and. How stuff. old are you when you say the Twitters? I don't know. The, the Twitters. Twitters. I, don't, I don't have. One. I don't have one. the Twitters. The campfire smoke was uh, <laughs> telling me. No, but I do. I think it, like you're saying, it kind of. I think as a youth group too. I think we got a lot better about you know checking in daily and and using technology mm-hmm. to our advantage. And I think that's where our group chat grew a lot more and we would send more messages in there and still just try to keep in touch with everyone. So it, one of the best lessons I ever taught was on a zoom lesson. Yeah. Um, and it was because I think part of me, had to like, it had to be a good lesson because I could, we couldn't just like chit chat. Like, yeah. you know, like we do a Wednesday night Bible study. There's some fellowship and we just kind of hang out. All right, here's the lesson. And zoom was like, all right, it's not a lot of chit chat. Yeah. It's just a lesson. And I did a lesson called Discover Your Northwest. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite things. It's from a book. I didn't, you know, I didn't come up with it. But I read it and I really loved it. And so we did this whole lesson about Discover Your Northwest, where like, I don't know, maybe I've talked about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I probably I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but basically, and this is for anyone listening, it's a really cool thing. Uh, north is your your passions, um, okay. things that you're passionate about. South would be things that you're not passionate about. Uh, West would be your gifts, what God has given you um, as a spiritual talent, spiritual gifts. And East would be things that you're not spiritually gifted at. And so discovering your Northwest is living into where your passions meet your gifts. Mm -hmm. And what's really important about it is 
you don't just go, all right, well, what's my northwest? What's my northwest? You need to identify where you're at because you can be in the north where you're passionate, but you're not in where your gifts are. So you're like in the northeast. So my example was like, if I'm working at church and youth ministry, because that's my passion. I love working with students, but they put me in a role where I am the worship leader with a guitar. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to play guitar. I don't know how to sing. That's not where my gifts are. Or they put me in a role where maybe I'm the um, logistical person. That's not where my gifts are. I feel like I'm in my passion, but I'm not quite living out what I think God has given me. Mm -hmm. And then the opposite would be, you know, if you're in your, um, what is it? It would be Southwest. So I'm really talented with kids, right? Working with kids, youth development, teaching. But I'm doing it in a place where I don't feel like I'm uh, I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about ministry. If I'm teaching, um, I don't know, health class. Okay, well, yeah, you're you're good with the kids, but you're not passionate about teaching health class. So why are you not feeling like you're living out your best? Because you're 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 doing really good. You're very skilled with it, but you're not passionate. And then the other one would be your was it southeast, which is neither one. That's a danger zone. But when you discover your Northwest, it's like, I'm living this out, and I can fully live into it. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, you're you're able to, I don't know, discover more about who you are and who God called you to be. Yeah. So that was, I don't know if you remember that lesson. Yeah, I do. I, I think that's really interesting that you brought that up, actually, because um, during COVID, and it was a little bit more towards the, the later end of it, when we kind of got back into school, but it was still like a lot of quarantine periods. Like if somebody that you sat next to got COVID, then you were quarantined, even though you, you could have tested negative, but you were still out for like two weeks. So at that time during all this kind of stuff, I think you had given the lesson way earlier, but that was still one of like your really strong lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got quarantined, but I was fine. So you and pistol dropped off a bunch of paint supplies and that was when I painted all the canvases oh, at the youth that's house. that's right, that's and right. And Discover Your Northwest was one of them. Shout and the pistol. second one, another canvas that I painted, was created on a purpose and for a purpose. And Nathan gave a message. Oh. Of, Nathan gave a message of that. I know you I know you did too, but Nathan oh. also gave a message of that literally yesterday at Wesley. And so I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I have a painting He got it from me. Yeah. So I just thought that was a cool little connection. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, created on purpose and for a purpose. Uh, that's a little saying. Uh, did you? What did you preach? At, what, did you do that yesterday? Like literally yesterday? Mm-hmm. Literally yesterday at Wesley. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's fantastic. We also did uh, that Rad Sab, which is a retreat mm-hmm. that we do. So this is kind of going to like a COVID memory lane. Uh, God save the queen. I, <laughs> COVID got her. Um, this is a conspiracy right now. It's COVID got her. The new variant. Oh it's the British variant. You haven't heard about it? I just found out like four or five hours ago. <laughs> oh, that the queen died. died. She's, that's, I mean, it's sad. Like, it's super she's sad. Like nice it's super sad. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know her. But one personally. of my most joyous <laughs> moments, though, from that rad sap, though, I just want to say this, and then we can go on yeah. to the queen stuff, is... I don't know if you remember, there was a part in my message that I said that was kind of off the cuff, but I remember in my brain vividly standing in the back of the youth house and like people for the first time coming back into the youth house and like talking and like laughing. And I remember laughter. And we also have, we have a preschool at our church and we have like 300 kids in preschool. It's super loud. And I remember when they were coming back, they, uh, my office doors in the gym, so when they do like PE and mm-hmm. stuff, and they usually, you know, will shut it, you know, so it's not screaming. And I remember them coming back and like, you want us to shut the door? And I said, no. 
And to this day, I don't really shut the door unless I'm having a conversation with somebody. I keep the door open because I don't ever want to take for granted the sound of children laughing and children yelling and children screaming because it's like I live in a world where that got silenced Mm -hmm. and I didn't like that. So it gives me goosebumps. God save the queen, though. (laughs) Amen, brother. Amen. Best part of England? I'll tell you right now. Hot take. J.R.R. Tolkien. You know who that is? No, who's that? Okay, I feel like you're being facetious. You don't know who that is? I think I do, but I don't want to say. It's literally right behind me. He wrote Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Wrote Lord of the Rings, I The Hobbit. What's that? It's it's like a little uh, fantasy novel. It's really oh. good. It's like low-key pretty good. J.K. Rowling or Rowling? Oh, yeah, the one that uh, she wrote... Uh, 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 Dr. But, Seuss. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She wrote Harry Potter. That's okay. Oh, okay that's okay. what I was going to say. He said Dr. Uh, Seuss. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Dr. Seuss wrote that. <laughs> Dr. Seuss wrote Dr. Seuss. Uh, yeah, so Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Britain has done a lot of good stuff. They've also done some terrible things. Right. So has everyone? Mm, not everyone. But they have really cool accents. Okay. N- name one terrible thing Canadians have done. I can make a list, bro. The <laughs> fur trade? Let's go. Am I right? But it's French Canadians, house? though. Yeah. They started the Waffle House. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Touche. Oh, man. It's well, one of the best things they've done. When the uh, yeah, <laughs> Canada has only done one thing in their life, and that is created a Waffle House, <laughs> which also started in Georgia. Chick-fil-A started in Georgia. Georgia's done a lot. Of, honestly, is Georgia superior than Canada? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if let me ask you this, hypothetically, if the state of Georgia mm-hmm. all became military like militarized, like oh. like no one else is allowed to come into Georgia. Okay. And Georgia took on Canada, do you think we could beat Canada? Yeah. I I guarantee we could. Like not only do we have already have some military bases here which help us right. out with like some jets and some tanks and stuff like that. But are, you get some South Georgia mm-hmm. Tiffin boys? Versus some Canadian Mounties. Everybody's got guns. Everybody's got guns. I got guns in this room. I want to get a gun. I have a sword underneath this chair that I'm sitting in right now. You have guns in this room? You don't need to know about it. Okay, that's okay. Okay, are you talking about all your, like, (laughs) toy guns? Okay, first of all, no. (laughs) Are those not toys? (laughs) Don't press the trigger. That's a Han Han Solo pistol. (laughs) And it has some lightsabers. I'm talking about the lightsabers for sure. If you don't think I could take down a couple Canadians with my lightsabers, you don't know me that well. I just feel like, did any of y'all watch Arrested Development? No. Okay, I'm not even going to say it then. Never mind. It, no one will get the joke. No one will get the Is it a Tobias joke? Well, no. It had Michael Sarah yeah, is yeah. in it. And uh, he uh, taped himself doing like, oh, he was the, like. The lightsaber fighting? Yeah, he was like yeah. the, this nerdy kid growing up. And he uh, he had like these weird, the big braces looking oh, things. Yeah, but yeah. he taped himself. On like a family tape doing like a Star Wars bit and he's like <laughs> using a fake lightsaber to like hit boxes and stab through them and stuff and uh, it, that video gets accidentally shown uh, by his uncle uh, at a like he's trying to run for class president and it's like he's it's just the funniest thing so I just imagine Ben doing that. Well, I was class president, so <laughs> jokes on you, okay? <laughs> you jerk. Uh, what were we saying right before that, though? Um, about oh, gosh. Canada and all that, and Georgia fighting. And Georgia fighting yeah. Canada. We yeah. could totally win. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to put a poll on our Instagram. 
Canada versus Georgia and who wins. And I don't I'd also say I just think the Canadians would be so nice. Maybe I, they yeah. would they'd be like, We don't want to do this, but we just feel like we have to and be like, All right, I guess we'll just Yeah. We'll surrender just to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is gonna sound I'm gonna sound super old when I say this. I love World War Two movies. Oh, I do too. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Like, like, really like, like, like My I watch favorite videos. movie of all time. Oh, why didn't you say this earlier? We're talking about British things. I literally because he's not Brit. He has an American accent in the movie. That's why I didn't say it. it's not but, a British. But he's movie. also a British person. Okay, should I say it now? Yeah. Mister yeah. Hashtag Andrew Garfield. Um, Spider Man in Hacksaw Ridge is my favorite movie of all time. Hacksaw Ridge, baby. Hacksaw Ridge. That's your favorite movie That's of all time? That's my favorite movie. It is movie. a good movie. I He's have seen it movie. so many yeah. times. I love a little romance. I love a little violence. Put them together. <laughs> you got a great movie. And all the action. Are you kidding me? It's so good. It is good. The I director's like, all right, I need a little romance, a little action. Did, did y'all it. watch, what is it, 1911? What was oh, the Oh, yeah, World that's the Dun- one? Oh, oh, there's or 1911. Dunkirk with, with Dun- Harry Styles? Yeah, Let's okay, not there's Dunkirk. 1911 is the one where it's like the first person. Yes. Did yeah. you watch 1911? I can't say that I have. No, it's good. That's World War One though. It's really good. Yeah, Hexel Ridge is World War Two, right? Yeah, it's yeah. World War Two. Yeah. Uh, and so is Dunkirk. Uh, but no, 1911 is yeah. World War One. And But it's, but World War One. Honestly, if y'all have not seen it, so World War Two, way more deaths, a lot more tragedy, and way more popular because it was it was massive. But World War One was also super tragic. A lot of people died. Yeah, and it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of people died from oh my gosh, they would do like these trenches, mm-hmm. and they but they, did, they called it was the trench, trench war. It was a trench war, yeah. trench warfare. But they would get these disease diseases because it oh, wouldn't yeah. be clean. It would be like just grodiness mm-hmm. and then they also did a lot of uh, mustard gas and like chemical warfare mm-hmm. so they had to ban that afterwards because they realized oh that kills everyone and ruins the land and yeah. kills future generations it was not good war is not fun i don't want to i don't want to watch a war movie and go oh this would be great it's mm-hmm. fascinating yeah because it's like whoa humans did this mm-hmm. like this is wild and there's so many different stories and there's heroes but have you watched on oof. netflix I'm going to butcher the title, but it's like Medal of Honor or something, and it goes through stories of Medal of Honor recipients. No. And they, they tell this story, and some of them are like uh, people that have been awarded it uh, like post. Well, recently. Oh. And so they're, they're reenacting like all the people that were um, deployed with them. They're talking about it, but they also do like a reenactment. Oh, but then they cool. also have some that are like from wars past and they're telling you about it and um it is super fascinating super fascinating i would would totally watch that one of my favorite shows is band of brothers so good and i've talked about this on the podcast before so if anyone who's a listener will know this growing up as a kid we did not watch christmas movies we watched Mm -hmm. war movies like during christmas holidays like we would watch literally every war movie uh so like the christmas vacation the National Lampoon? So good. Never saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. You the still Christmas haven't seen story? it? Never saw it. Wait, you've, ne- wait, you've never still I've seen it? I've seen Pieces Now, but oh, never as a You're kid. missing out Christmas Vacation. Uh, so Christmas yeah. Story? Never watched it. The Grinch? Never watched it. You never watched The Grinch? No. God, your Once childhood again. was ruined. 
No, I thought it was awesome. No, what we really. did was we watched when you, Full Metal have Jacket. You, have you oh, Platoon? Full metal jacket. <laughs> yeah, Platoon. Platoon. Have you wait? Have Predator. you watched? Have you watched The Grinch? Not a horror movie, but still, uh, The Grinch. Yeah, I've seen it now. Yeah, so funny. Well, there's like three versions. Which one are you talking? about? Yeah, well, they're all really good. But okay. I've seen the Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey one's good. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw the original, like 1978. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one I would watch. I called that one The Grinch. And then there's Jim Carrey's. And then they did like a new animated one with Benedict Cumberbatch, full circle. I haven't seen that one. Uh, he voices a, a new one. Oh, okay. So, which is pretty good. And he has a good voice for that, too. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Uh, but Jim Carrey can do like the face. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's wicked awesome. Uh, it, there's this interview where the guy's like, so how did you like the prosthetics on your face? Like, how did you do <laughs> and he that? Does does it. He goes, oh, you mean like this? And like, he does it. <laughs> the guy's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's perfect for that. Speaking of terrifying faces, I heard that you saw a terrifying face the other day. <laughs> um, a great transition, by the way. Yeah, I. Are we talking about my? my yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the story. You gotta tell the story. We're, so, we're towards the end of the podcast. I want to hear the story. Okay. Well, not too long ago, actually, my. Well, okay. Let me back up. So the second night in Delonga, my second night. They, oh, this was your second night. This is my second. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, whoa. You, so you moved in the day before? Yeah, I wow. had been there oh. for literally one. Well. I had moved in and then I went home because I didn't have like my mattress. I didn't have like some stuff there. So I okay. already, okay. you know, but so I had, you hadn't stayed a night there. Sydney right. goes to North Georgia, by the way. Yes. Um, so the second night they always have, it just happened to be my second night, but this particular night they always have a block party at UNG mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's really close to the apartment complex I live at. Um, and during move-in process, somebody ran into the gate. So our gate's been broken for a they while. They ran into the gate? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's still broken. It happens. It's still broken. It's been broken for like a month. So they just leave it wide open, I guess? Yeah, anybody okay. can get in. But that is... gate that opens when you leave mm-hmm. took forever. Oh, it takes so long. I go, I go on, out the entrance because there's not a gate there. So I just leave <laughs> the entrance <laughs> because it's, it's already open. But anyway, um, so anybody can get into this apartment complex, which I wanted to go there because of the gate. And yeah. that made me feel safe. Um, so anyway... Second night, there's this big block party, and I didn't go to the party, but I went to a friend's house, and I came back a little late, um, like 11.30, like not even that late. Anyway, I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning. Yes, 10.30 in the morning was when I woke yeah, up. <laughs> I love it, because when she first told me the story, she's like, I woke up in the morning, and I'm thinking like, like 7 a.m., like 6 a.m., something no, like 10.30 in the 10 morning. 10.30, okay. So the, I also have the, the blackout curtains in my room, on. so my room is pitch black. So I didn't know. I thought it was 5 in the morning for all I knew. It also, was dark in there. her apartment has nothing but gray walls, so it does look kind of like but a prison But my room scary. is cute. It's just the, room the is cute, outside yeah. is a little bland. Also, only been there for like two and a half weeks. We'll get to it. But we'll anyway, so I wake up 10.30 in the morning to pounding on my door well first it was like jiggling on the door handle but my bedroom door is locked and so i'm like okay so then pounding on the bedroom door and mind you bedroom door not apartment door my personal bedroom door which is upstairs so Mm -hmm. whoever was in it had to go upstairs past one room to my room so it's banging on the door and so I, I go over, just woke me up. I was like, who's in distress right now? I go over and it's this man standing there, like like a junior, senior in college, like not like a man, man, but like, you know, like a, a, a guy. A man boy. A man, a man boy. boy. A boy One man. of those standing man there, boys. And he's just standing there and he was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I was like, what, who are you looking for? What's going on? He's like, not you. And so I just <laughs> shut the door and locked it. I was like, I don't want to deal with you right now. So I don't know if he was even looking for my apartment or but he could have been. Yeah, did he leave? So you didn't see I him don't again. know. You don't know. But here's okay. some context, though, that people are missing. When you go to her apartment, 
you walk in, you have to turn right, walk up a very long staircase, turn left, walk up some more stairs, then turn, turn left, left again, again, turn up some, some more stairs. stairs, and then it's a long hallway. There's only two doors. They're both gray. So I, I could see you know some which confusion. one's which because yeah. I did say I want to put a giant S on your, your door so you know yeah. this one's thin. But I know which uh, one's mine. And so for him to get to that door, there's like he had to walk a good ways yeah. and then be very lost. Yeah. And then I Terrifying. opened it and yeah, and for that's my third morning at this point, waking up in this apartment and I was like, All right, this is this is college. And that's how she met Nathan. So. <laughs> not true. Not true. Uh, did did you ever hear this is a complete side note, but did you ever hear uh Josh Meeks' story that's very similar to that? No. When he was living down on with uh Noah and Asher off of uh the house. Yeah, the house yeah. right near the the Wesley House on uh Arcadia Street. Mm-hmm. It's literally like two blocks from the, the mm-hmm. Wesley House. Well they never locked their doors for the longest time. And Noah and Asher were, they were all moving out, but Noah and Asher were not at home. They were had already moved some stuff, not all their stuff, I think. But uh, Josh got home one night and just went to bed, didn't lock his door. And uh, the next morning was a Sunday morning. This was during COVID. So we were doing church at the high school, uh, drive-in church, and Josh didn't come. And I was like, well, that's weird. He wasn't there. Because he usually he used to come, and uh, he told me the story. He woke up to someone walking through their front door, mm-hmm. and he was in his his bedroom, and he knew Noah and Asher weren't going to be there, and so he's like, "What the heck? Like, who is that?" It's like seven thirty in the morning. So he walks out of his uh, his room, and he opens the door, and he looks to his uh, left, and there was this. He said a younger, I think, college girl or just some younger girl had uh, in college or college age just kind of like walked by him into his kitchen. And he was like, "Uh, can I help you? Dude, is it a ghost? No. She (laughs) She walks into their kitchen and goes to one of the corners of the kitchen and starts talking to the wall. You're kidding. Dead serious. And he's like, and he's like, uh... And she started saying something like, yeah, grandmother doesn't like the coffee or something. I don't know, just talking. And he was like... Was she just high? I, I, we think. Yeah. He was like... She, she, she like, goes, bro. That's a spirit. Can, he was like, can I, can I help you or whatever? And she just kind of was sitting there with her face, body oh. in the corner, just talking Mm-mm. to the corner. And eventually he was able to like like coax her out somehow. Yeah. He's like, okay, thanks for coming or something. I don't know. And she started walking out and he just opened the front door and she just walked right <gasps> past him and went out and he shut the door and he watched her and she went to his neighbor's house <gasps> and just got thing. into one of the neighbor's cars, just sat in the car. <gasps> so he called, I think he called the cops and was like, hey, this girl just walked into my house. She walked out, she sat in the neighbor's car or whatever. And so I guess the cops came. I'm not really sure. And he wasn't like, I'm... Not, she didn't break anything. She wasn't destructive, but he was like, "I, I just didn't know what else to do." Worried about her, yeah. yeah. I'm worried about her, and he was like, "I didn't know what else to do or whatnot." And uh, his neighbor came over. It was either later later that day or a couple days later. And was like, "Man, I'm so sorry. She was supposed to be at the house or whatever. I, I don't know if she was looking for that house or if she was there, mm-hmm. then left, then got out." 
something crazy, but he just said it was the freakiest thing. Yeah. So it was like 7, 7.30 in the morning on a Sunday, yeah. and she just walked in, was in the corner of the kitchen just talking, and he was mm-hmm. like, uh... That freaked me out. Yeah, that would, that would freak me out. Now, he said it wasn't as scary because she was a younger girl, looked somewhat put together, yeah. and like she was very small in stature, so it's uh, not like he felt threatened right. by yeah, her. Yeah, but, but also, in this today's world, she could oh. be like... He did this and like, well, well, I, I don't who, know who's who. Who knows? But he was just sitting there like, uh, like, uh, excuse me. And yeah. he finally got her out, but it was that's it wild. was crazy. Yeah, that's, no, thank that's you. That's terrifying. That's yeah. one of the biggest things that my buddy Winston and I uh, always had a fight with. And luckily, Josh McKeever was kind of on my side. Shout out to Josh and Winston. They uh, Winston always wanted the door unlocked yeah. to the apartment, and I was like, no. Yeah. Like, we locked this bad boy. Mm-hmm. So it was like, during the day, we could have it. Because he wanted kind of like a, a free like spirit. Everybody yeah. can come hang out. We had the living room. It was like, it was the place to be. You know, we had like a party that night or hang out. You know, people could, you know, right. whatever. But when it was like, it was just the three of us. We're going to bed. Locked that bad boy. Yeah. And I only lived there for like four months. And so whenever I did move out. They immediately probably took away the lock rule and mm-hmm. just had it unlocked all the time. Yeah. But I was like, I need it locked. Yeah. After my experience, I asked my roommates, I was like, can we at least try to keep it locked at night? And I mean, it was it's it was fine for like a week. And now it's been locked or unlocked like pretty much every single time I've gone downstairs. So I just I have a separate lock on my door. I have, I have two like other locks my dad installed. Yeah. So, I mean, just being a, a young girl, too, is like stressful. Yeah. Just, I don't like that. We, I try to lock my house doors, like at least the front doors. The back door, not so much. But the thing is, is that we. The porch? Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, my roommate has a uh, red Doberman pincher, and then I have a Great Dane. Yeah. And she sleeps with me. And like. Very big dogs. And I've only heard my dog bark like a serious bark, maybe two or three times. Mm -hmm. And it scares the mess out of me. Like. Even just hearing her bark regularly because she's a Great Dane and so deep-chested that it's loud and, like, mm-hmm. intimidating. But when she, like, really barks, it scares the mess out of you. And so I'm, you know, with her sleeping with me and all that, she's very vigilant. Like, if something yeah. wakes her up, she's she's up and at him. And so I'm like, okay, if someone comes in here... Have you ever been here, dead asleep, though, gonna... and she barked? And, like, just wake you up? Um, but not like a real... Like, okay. not like a I'm about to attack someone yeah. bark. Okay. Um, like, or I'm as scared. It's just more of an alert, like what dogs do. And whenever someone's coming to the house late or something, mm-hmm. she'll she'll bark sometimes when I'm we're in bed. And you, But if someone comes and just, like, open the door real quick... Ooh, like I would feel bad for anyone that did that. Yeah. We uh one time I was house sent for the Woodalls and <laughs> I was sleeping in the room and the cat kept pawing at the door. I was like, fine, whatever. So I let the door open so the cat could like be in control. I'm sleeping, it's like two AM. All of a sudden, like this runs on top of me yeah. onto my face and I'm like, <laughs> I wake up swinging, yeah. like, what the heck? The cat's like, What's up? What's up? Yeah. And I'm like, you're a stupid cat, yeah. and I hate you, Augie. Almost every time I would spend the night at the Woodall's house, um, he would jump off of Emma's bed because she had like one of those mattresses where you like pull it out, and then mm-hmm. if there's an, one underneath, and almost every single night he would jump on my face, and it would scare me so just much. Like, yeah, you're dead asleep, and a cat just like runs uh-huh. on top of you, bro. Cats are the worst. <laughs> I literally, if I saw a cat and I was on a bridge and there was no one around me, 
I'd probably punt it off the bridge. Oh my gosh, Facts. no. That's too far? Wanna, yeah, that was I'm, a little far. I love it. I love Just all like animals. leave them alone. You love all animals? I love, I love animals. cats. I'm I want animal. a cat. Yeah, I, honestly, I love cats. <laughs> you <laughs> you <laughs> would love... Okay, so I have a cat that was essentially like dumped on me. Aww. And she is, no joke, probably the best cat ever. I want a cat so bad. I'm really allergic to almost every single animal in the book. So oh, Even like hypoallergenic um, dogs and well, stuff? Well, so I, have, I had two hypoallergenic dogs. Um, one of them just passed. R.I.P. Duncan. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. He was, he was old. It was fine. Um, but my other one, she sleeps with me. She's my, my pal, my ride or die. And my you're buddy. good. And I'm good. She, like, if I play with her too much, um, or if she'll like mm. go to get a bone and her, cause, yeah. so, okay. Hypoallergenic dogs, it's not even, they can still, you can still be allergic yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. So, cause it's all in their dander and saliva and urine. So whenever we go as a family to get dogs, everyone in my family is allergic, but yeah. my mom. So we always take, we've, so we've only gotten two, but ev- both times we've done it, we take, each of their paws and their pads and we rub them on their arms mm-hmm. or, or on our arms. And if we get like any type of reaction, then we, we can't get that. Dog. Are you allergic to anything I'm else? Sorry. Like, are you allergic to certain types of grass, grass or anything? Yeah. Else? I'm allergic that's to, what I'm allergic to. Yeah. Mixed grass. Cause that's what I've heard. Like even people like, obviously you can be allergic to a certain animal and stuff yeah. like that. But I've heard sometimes it's worse, even if it's, hypoallergenic or not, mm-hmm. depending on the grass that they're in. Yeah. yeah. So, so like when I do Luther, the Woodall's dog, mm-hmm. I never have a problem. Luther and I are tight. When I do Leasings and Banjo, I, I will have a reaction because Banjo is playing outside with all the grass. Mm-hmm. And it's not the dog I'm allergic to. It's the grass right. that yeah. Banjo has been playing in. And so that's where I always Okay, have my so reactions. being allergic to gr- like grass, if you were just go run around in the grass, you're going to get... No, because I'm usually running around with my feet. Well, I know, if but I'm it doesn't. Rolling, you're rolling what, down a hill. But what I'm saying, like, if the the dust comes up and all that, you're good. I think so. I mean, I from what I what I've experienced in my life, it's more of like it's kind of like poison ivy. It's like if you touch it. it. Yeah. Well, not just like like if you break it and like you're rubbing it yeah. on your yeah. skin. And so I think, you know, a dog's running with their feet and, like, rolling around yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. And then that juices of the grass, I don't know if that's is the correct term, juices <laughs> <Yeah>. of grass, <laughs> um, touch it, that's where I break okay. out. So. Yeah. But we like to end each episode with the nugget of wow. wisdom. And it's British. It's British. God save the queen. It's the name of the episode. God save the queen. What, my mother? I'm trying to do a different... I'm not really good at British accents. That's all right. So... God save the queen, nuggets of wisdom. What do you have for us today? Anyone want to go first? Me? Yeah, Sid. Right. Come on, Sid. All what do right. you got? Do it, Britta. <laughs> in, in an accent. In, a, in an accent. Do you really want me to? All right. Yeah. Well, I would just say, based on today's episode, based on today's episode, and based on some new experiences in my life, I would just say that. You know, go go for all your dreams. My personal dream right now is to be mascot, and it didn't really work out. But um, I'm not gonna let it get me down. I'm gonna strive to be better. Hey, and... you're the queen of Dahlonega. Thanks. <laughs> that's, a, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever told her. Literally the sweetest thing ever. Hey, it's true. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say lock your doors. Yeah. Lock your doors. Wait, you I should have said that. <laughs> that's why, I, that's why I wanted you to go you first just in case me. you took. No. Well, just in case you wanted it first. You, I think that's a great, great point, <laughs> and I will stand by it, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Nuggets of wisdom, lock the door, 
discover your dreams Chase. or chase, chase your, your, your northwest discover your northwest <laughs> um god save the queen uh mine is you know there may be a queen of england there may now be a new king of england but there's only one that sits on a throne and that's jesus christ baby what's up Preach. let's go amen let's go that's, that's too preachy um Love y'all. We appreciate y'all listening to the Great White Buffalo podcast. We're on Apple and Spotify. And Amazon. And Amazon. Thank you. I forgot about that. We're on Amazon. I don't even know how we're on Amazon, but we are because we're Jeff Bezos probably listens to us and Mm -hmm. he's invested. You're on Amazon? Amazon Music, yeah. Amazon Music. That's how Sydney listens. Uh, And we're also, uh, if if you would leave us a five-star rating, Riot Review, it helps us get noticed in the algorithm of, of things it gets noticed more and more if people will leave us ratings and write and we're still trying to do the youtube thing we'll be on the lookout for that but we love y'all we appreciate y'all listening to the great white buffalo podcast